Look at us, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Monday, the 16th day of November 2020. My name is Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, Big J. Ta-da! Big J, how was your weekend? Uh, it was all right, man. Uh, you came into the weekend with no plans? Is that how the weekend ended up? Yeah, I uh, played Cold War, so got into the campaign. Oh, nice. Did you complete it? Uh, no, no, not yet. But uh, it's not a long campaign. I just uh, had a lot of stuff going on yesterday, so I didn't get to play. But uh, I, I'm loving it. Just, you know, the 80s. It's all about the 80s, the Cold War, obviously. So. Right, right. I saw Reagan makes an appearance in there. Yeah, Reagan. He's in the commercial, at least. That's Gorbachev, nice. too. Well, sure. It's little, Cold little Gorby. Uh, this thing on his head. That's a birthmark. Yep. What else would it be? I don't know. Like he got into a fight. Oh, I see. It's like a it's a really bad yeah. bruise that lasted sixty years. It's a Russian premiere. He's still kicking, isn't he, Gorbachev? Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Uh, did he tear down that wall eventually? Well, somebody did. A bunch of Berliners. At some point. Well, they started. I believe they finished it too. Uh, either way, uh, that sounds like a well. It sounds like a weekend anyway. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed it. And uh, as we kick off this particular week on the show, we have a chance to add more stuff into Santa's sack. We will talk about that and give you a chance to qualify for it again this morning. That's going to happen. So hopefully you are excited for that as we had another grand prize winner on Friday win week three of Santa's sack. We're halfway there, baby. Like Bon Jovi, you understand? <laughs> we have got three more weeks to go of giveaways before Santa's sack is completely uh, filled up, and you have a whole bunch of stuff to give away. And uh, this week, we are adding a very big element to things, so you're probably going to want to hang around for that. And on top of that, it is Man Up Monday. We will have a story about that fun and excitement. We'll have a chance for you to win some food for us. Uh, some Carl's Jr. this week uh, is up for grabs. Also, some Papa John's over the course of the show today, too. So uh, we'll feed you, we'll have some fun, and we'll play some music. That is what the morning show is all about this week, including some Weezer. Let's play some hash pipe. It's kicking off the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The coronavirus, Big J, you ever heard of it? Unfortunately, yes. And it continues to run ramshot over the state of Idaho as uh, the totals were released yesterday. And again, over 1,000 cases on a Sunday, which is never a good sign. That's terrible. Uh, 1,099 new cases added to the total yesterday. 1,049 of those confirmed. The other 50 considered probable. There are now 82,245 confirmed and probable cases here in the state of Idaho. Of that number, 70,606 are confirmed. Uh, Six deaths reported yesterday as well. Again, not all counties report on the weekend, so... Uh, these are pretty staggering numbers for a Sunday reporting. Uh, an estimated 35,215 people have recovered from the virus here in the state, including you, Radio's Big J. Thank goodness for that. Yep. Uh, but if you missed it on Friday, Governor Brad Little made an announcement and basically said that Idaho would be moving back to stage two of the rebound re- reopening plan. Uh, the rollback was the response to... A modified stage two. Correct. Basically, it changes nothing with the exception of gatherings of 10 or more people. That's what they're limiting. Uh, Restaurants remain open as long as they have the seating and spaced open and people remain seated. Uh, They're not allowed to walk around, basically. Uh, Bars can stay open. Movie theaters can stay open. Churches, gyms, all that stuff can stay open. 
they're just uh, kind of demanding social distancing and mask, but no mask mandate. God forbid. And so there is, uh, there basically is rolling it back to stage two. But yeah, it's a it's a modified version of things, which basically doesn't really change much of anything, with the exception of how many people you can have in a particular gathering, I guess. Unless you saw something that I didn't. Nope. That sounds about right. So, uh, no more than 10 people permitted in areas where social distancing cannot be maintained. And so, there's that. Uh, and so, will that change? I don't know. I don't know what it's going to do. It doesn't seem to be much of a of a thing for me, but what do I know, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, just a dude. So, uh, we'll see what ends up happening there. Uh, uh, and so, we'll see what, what goes on from there. But now, we're in stage two of the reopening plan and so there's that to keep in mind as well which may or may not impact people's thanksgiving celebrations i'm guessing uh if you were having a big gigantic uh thanksgiving thing anyway there's not much anybody could say to change your mind which is unfortunate but it is something that you should probably keep in mind as you're going forward how about football yesterday were you impressed uh yes, very impressed. By who? Who impressed you, Big J? I tell you, I keep, I'll keep saying this, even though their record isn't that great. Um, just the way they play, and and I've enjoyed watching them. The New York Giants. Those guys are playing hard, and they don't have hardly any talent. Uh, Daniel Jones, maybe Saquon Barkley, of course, injured, but uh, they're playing hard for their new football coach. They won too. Uh, yeah. They beat the uh, the Eagles yesterday uh, in a game that uh, still puts the Eagles, I believe, in first place because of the tie. But uh, they each have three wins as that division. Well, it's not like I think the Giants will get to play the Cowboys again. So there's a win. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Patriots beat the Ravens surprisingly on Sunday Night Football last night. Uh, Saints over the 49ers pretty easily. Uh, Steelers improved to 9-0, beating the Bengals 36-10. Browns beat the Texans. That game was pretty hard to watch. 10-7, your final score there. Lions over the football team, uh, 30-27, last-second field goal. Uh, Packers held on to beat the Jaguars, 24-20. As Big J mentioned, the Giants beat the Eagles by 10. Buccaneers huge over the Panthers, 46-23. Raiders big over the Broncos, 37-12. Dolphins over the Chargers, uh, 29-21. Tua is 3-0. The game of the weekend probably was the Cardinals-Bills, the back-and-forth battle. Uh, That was a lot Mm -hmm. of fun to watch. Bills scored a touchdown with uh, 14 seconds left, and then a hail Mary by Kyler Murray to uh, DeAndre Hopkins ended up giving the Cardinals the victory and they won 32 to 30. Rams beat the Seahawks last night, third 23 to 16. We got the Vikings Bears on Monday Night Football. You can skip that one. I won't feel bad about it. Uh, it's, Is it because you hate the teams? No, well, it's because both teams are not very good. And they're, I mean, outside of Devin, Devon, Devin Cook, it's not a whole lot of fun to watch either. Uh, so, you know, you can watch it if you want to because it's it's football, but it's not exactly a marquee matchup of two teams battling for playoff position. Both of them are pretty much out of the running at this point, but it's football, so do what you will. Vince Vaughn's Freaky topped the box office, Big J, although it was certainly a uh, mediocre number. They wanted 5 to uh, $7 million to win the box office. Uh, they made $3.7 million, but it was still good enough to win the box office by almost $2 million. Uh, Let Him Go was number two. War with Grandpa, number three. Come Play Four. And Honest Thief was number five. Hand to God, I don't know what three of those five movies right? are. Right? So, We're out of the movie loop. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not. Obviously, there's not a lot of big releases coming out. 
and there's not a lot of releases being marketed because they know why bother, right? I mean, yeah. most most movies spend more than three point seven million dollars to market the movie on opening weekend. Yeah, when that's <laughs> about half. That is what they give to the morning after the movies podcast. That's right, just to do a review. Keep those those things coming. No, they never have, never will. Morning after we'll with Nick and Big J, and <laughs> we're open to it, is what you're saying. Uh, that is your important stuff for the six o'clock hour. <laughs> Man Up Mondays on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Following Man Up Monday story is 100% true. It took place in my abode yesterday and it proves the actual fact that even the most menial of tasks, I somehow managed to screw up when it comes to around the house. No. So it, it's, it, it's amazing and it's not like a disaster, but it, it's like a once in a lifetime kind of thing that you couldn't replicate even if you wanted to, but I feel like it needs some setup. So, uh, you know, uh, as mentioned previously on this show, uh, I, I have moved. I live in a brand new build right now. And so everything is brand new, right? Yeah. And it needs to, I, I'm working very hard to keep it that way and making it look that way and making it seem that way and not doing any damage to any of the new things that are in that place. And so I, I'm a fairly clean guy. This isn't very difficult, but one of the things that it has is one of those big, gigantic, like farm sinks, right? And so oh, yeah. that has proven to be one of the most difficult things to keep clean because, it, you know, usually farm sinks have like, or sinks have two sides. One side's got the disposal, the other side's got the, the drain or whatever. This one's just a big ass sink that has one particular drain that also happens to have the garbage disposal, okay? Okay. And uh, uh, part of my, uh, my diet that I am on is basically I'm eating six ounces of chicken and a bunch of vegetables every night, right? Delicious. And so I am meal planning and cooking ahead and doing this kind of stuff. Right, and, and, and making sure I have everything I need for my particular day, and uh, and so I've been making like chicken breasts in advance and cooking them and putting them in the in the fridge and so that they keep. And so I was going to make one yesterday and noticed that it had not it, 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 it had been in there longer. It was day three and it just smelled off to me, right? And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to scrap this one and I'm going to start from scratch. And so I, I put it down the garbage disposal, and then like a couple of hours later, I had noticed. God, this this the garbage yeah, disposal just reeks. Chicken? Well, it's only six ounces, but yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And so, uh, but it still it was one of those deals where I had noticed that there was a smell coming from the garbage disposal that smelled like bad food, right? And so I uh, I have those. You you ever see those beads for garbage disposal cleaning? That's supposed to freshen it up and make it smell good. Yeah. You're familiar with the concept. Yeah. Well, I have those, and so I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. And so the idea that you, you do it basically is you run it for like a minute with with hot water on so that it clears out any kind of debris. And then you lower the water and you put in this bead and you turn on the garbage disposal for like 15 seconds and it cleans it. And it does a great job, right? So I'm doing that. I'm following the directions. I've done it a uh, half a dozen times before. I'm familiar with how the concept works and it, it does. And so I am <laughs> at the sink. And I put the bead in the actual garbage disposal. I turned it on, and you can hear it chunking up, you know, doing what it's supposed to do. And then I apparently am right by the garbage disposal, like, mouth-breathing like an idiot, because a chunk of this stuff that's supposed to clean the, dish, the garbage disposal like, flies into my mouth. Like, Cleans direct you out. hit. Like, it's not a huge chunk, but it's, it, you know, these things are pretty potent. Yeah. And it's like having a chunk of soap fly into your mouth at a high rate of speed. And so I start to choke... <laughs> And, and gag instantly and start spitting out 
uh, lemon-flavored garbage disposal cleaner into uh, my sink. And I don't think I could do it again if I tried, but even as I'm trying to clean out the garbage disposal and make it seem clean and healthy, I somehow managed to screw that up and almost kill myself in the process. And what an awful death that would be. Choking to death on, on garbage disposal cleaner. That's like some real real Darwin Awards type stuff and I don't want to be part of that list in any way shape or form and so I'm happy that I survived but equally embarrassed that that was even uh, a thing and so now I've got to obviously make sure my mouth is closed when I'm cleaning mouth breather I get I don't even know what I was doing like I was I I, I don't feel like I was standing at my sink mouth agape like amazed at the uh, you know technology of this this thing or even why my mouth was open I have no idea I'm usually not that kind of mouth breathing kind of dude but apparently it just happened to be at the right time and got me right in the damn throat with like it's it's like I can still taste it somehow like that's how potent mm-hmm. that stuff is so be careful I guess is the lesson to be learned here and also I should not be trusted around a garbage disposal Sure, you could also use, uh, you know, rinds of, like, lemon and limes. Well, I understand. Those would have to be readily available. I do not have lemons or limes just at my disposal. You don't have a lime to a lemon? I do not have a lime to a lemon. I had I had the garbage disposal cleaners, which is what I used. What and about so, a lemon to a lime? I don't have that either. Uh, either way, uh, it landed in my throat, and it was awful and terrible, and I thought I was going to die for, like, half a second, and then I realized everything was going to be okay. Uh, but that's what I get for trying to keep things clean and not stink. So, <laughs> what am I going to do? I don't know. Man Up Monday I'm glad there. he didn't choke to death. I am too, believe you me. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up, some important stuff. Let's not forget, we also have a little bit of We're Going to Hell action next hour too. I'm Morning After with Nick and Big J. Established COVID-19 still a thing. It is very much ravaging the state and the United States of America. Also a fact, Big J. Flu season is here. It's upon us once again. And now the FDA, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, is making sure people don't get taken advantage of during this particular time. And they're warning that even though there are things out there that say, listen, this will prevent you from getting the flu or it'll build up your immune system against the flu. Those things, most cases, are illegal. And a bunch of unproven flu products have hit the market as of recently. And they want to make sure that you're aware that none of that is actually true. The FDA reminds people, no FDA-approved over-the-counter medication to treat the flu. All the stuff that you buy to make the flu somewhat more tolerable if you have it are all there. But none of them are approved by the FDA as any kind of treatment for it. Though there are products out there to certainly lessen the symptoms like congestion, fever, muscle ache, medicine, that kind of stuff. But there are also FDA-approved antiviral prescription drugs to help battle the flu. Best used shortly after symptoms develop, but health officials say the best thing you can do to fight the flu? The flu shot, especially this year. When hospitals are already overwhelmed with COVID-19 patients from the ongoing pandemic, they don't need flu patients on top of that. Uh, And so they are advising that you at least give it a shot and take the shot. Yeah, there you go. So there's that. Keep in mind that any kind of like instant cure or weird thing that you see on the internet, not approved by the FDA, probably not going to work. Just stuff that will help you alleviate some symptoms, but not actually cure the flu. Dustin Johnson won the Masters Tournament on Sunday, got the victory by five strokes, the lowest score in tournament history at Augusta National. 
It was played without spectators. It was delayed by months due to the pandemic. And because of that, they played in the fall, which meant that the weather affected the greens, made them super soft, which left the scores fairly low. He broke the record held by Tiger Woods and Jordan Spieth by two shots. Five-shot victory over Cameron Smith. And it was the largest uh, Masters victory since Wood ones by tw- Woods won by 12 in 1997. The Masters is Johnson's second major. He won the U.S. Open back in 2016, so congratulations to him. Uh, Tiger Woods did not look good this particular week. Struggled a little Started bit. out hot, but then it, yeah. he went cold real fast. Faded fast from contention. Game of the day yesterday, probably the Arizona Cardinals and Buffalo Bills. DeAndre Hopkins, a spectacular catch in the end zone at the end of the game yesterday, giving his team a 32-30 win over the Bills. Kyler Murray just chucked up a 43-yard pass with two seconds left to Hopkins, who went up and surrounded by three Bills defenders, came down with the ball, and uh, scored some points for Big J's fantasy team. So everybody was happy, with the exception of Bills fans. So uh, that was a hell of a game to watch, a lot of back and forth, and I think... uh, Kyler Murray and Josh Allen are here to stay. Agree or disagree, Big J? Uh, at least one of them. Who's going to go? I don't know. Tune in and find out. Well, <laughs> it usually means you have a horse in the race if you say something like that. Yeah, they're both here to stay. Patriots beat the Ravens, Saints, Steelers, Browns, Lions, Packers, Giants, Buccaneers, Raiders, Dolphins, Cardinals, Rams, all winners yesterday. Vikings, Bears tonight on Monday Night Football. If you'd like to watch... Will Smith released a trailer for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion that got everybody all geeked up. It's happening on HBO Max on Thursday, November 19th. That's this Thursday, Big J. Whoa. Uh, it will reunite the Banks family 30 years after the sitcom's bow. Uh, hard to believe that wrapped up 30 years ago. Is that true? <laughs> no. I can't be right. Oh, my God. There's no way that's right. There's no way. I'm not buying it. Maybe 20 years ago. But I'm not thinking it was 30 years ago that that happened. No, because that would be the 80s. No way. Like the early 90s. I'm on mail, maybe. Damn it. I got to look this up. Uh, either way, uh, he's bringing back everybody, of course, except for the people that have passed on since the show ended. Yeah, even Will Smith can't do that. And so it's going to be happening. 1996. Yeah, so, yeah, 25, right? You're asking me? Maybe it started 30 math? years ago. Did it start 1996 or that when oh, it ended? Oh, damn it. 1990s when it started. Okay, so yeah, 30 yeah. years ago Whoa. is when it started. Morning after with Nick. <laughs> asked me to do some sort of math. <laughs> well, it's round numbers. It should be pretty nope. easy. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to your old stopping grounds for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Oh, boy. Good old Montana. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with Columbia Falls in Montana? No. It apparently is not too far from Glacier National Park. You know where that is? Yeah, but uh, it's way far from where I grew up. But uh, either way, uh, that is where we're going to learn that uh, meth is, is not a good thing for you. You understand? No, it's uh, tried and true. As today's story revolves around Alan Connor Jr. He is 50 years old. Old enough to know better, Big J. But alas, Alan found himself hooked on meth and had himself a rough Friday night. Uh, So rough that he ended up being charged with seven different crimes, according to the Columbia Falls Police Department. Oh, jeez. That's got to be a lot for that little town to take in. Yeah. Uh, It starts with him uh, driving his Chevrolet Lumina, 1995 Chevy Lumina, right through the front doors of a grocery store. Just plows right into it, right? 
no reason, no, you know, he didn't press the wrong pedal. He just decided. He didn't pass out. This is what I'm going to do. I am going to run into the uh, grocery store. The good news, nobody was injured in the rampage. Uh, the town's not exactly a huge town, about 5,000 people in Columbia Falls, Montana. But still, uh, whenever a car comes crashing through a grocery store, probably a fairly big deal. I would say so, yeah. Uh, and so after he crashed his vehicle into the grocery store, he decided, all right, joy ride time. Takes that Lumina, puts it in reverse, and uh, then crashes his car about half a mile down the road. Runs that thing right into a ditch, right? Uh, then he realizes, all right, I'm about, oh, I don't know, 300 yards away from a retirement home. How about we lose these clothes and start running through the retirement home, huh? What do oh, you say? Oh, God, no. And so that is when Connor decided to strip naked and then ran nude through a nearby retirement home. Uh, took security guards about three minutes to detain the nude Connor. Uh, they called police. Police showed up to the retirement home, and then they were able to arrest him at the facility and take care of business there. Uh, they did notice that it seemed like Connor was on drugs, and he said that, yeah, he had taken a, quote, bunch of meth that night. <laughs> bunch, keyword. <laughs> so was under the influence of that particular drug when he went on this rampage. What is he charged with, Big J? Attempted negligent vehicular assault. Criminal endangerment. Criminal mischief. That's a felony. Aggravated DUI. Driving while license suspended or revoked. Operating a motor vehicle with no proof of insurance. And giving false information to a police officer revolving around his identity. I think, Boom. I think the best one in there is criminal mischief. Like, if you get that one, you've accomplished something. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love to know what's defined as mischief. This certainly qualifies whatever the definition is. I would say, yeah. I mean, if you're crashing into a store, then back out and crash your car, then take off your clothes, and then run nude through a retirement home. Criminal mischief is the equivalent to causing a ruckus. And, and that's true. And this certainly is a ruckus. The only the only downside is to somebody being tweaked out of their mind when they do stuff like this is you never get a clear answer as to why. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, there has to be some sort of reason why these things happen, even if they're not in that particular order. Like, I mean, why would you decide to crash your car through a grocery store? You're not going to get a, a pleasing answer to that. But then once you crash your car again... Why get naked and why run into a retirement home and then start running around all willy-nilly? These are all things. I'd I mean, I'm not going to get a, a, an answer that makes sense <clears throat> that much, I guess. Yeah, because they're drugged out of their mind. But there has to be some sort of motivation there at the, in the moment. Do you know what I mean? Like, even if you're high off your gourd, you have to go, all right, listen, these clothes have to come off. There's no other way around it. <laughs> and there's got to be a reason why. Maybe it makes you hot. You're like, <laughs> I'm so hot. Could be. Maybe they're, you're covered in blood or something like that after crashing your car twice. But he didn't have any, he didn't suffer any injuries. He's able to wind sprint around a retirement home, so he's doing okay. But he has been arrested. Justice has been served, Big J. Morning after with Nick God. and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rock. That is Nirvana. That is in bloom here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Tried to tell you on this very show. Uh, about two weeks ago, Big J, that uh, when the election happened, that it was just the beginning of all the crap that was going on. And here we are almost two weeks later, and still 
Uh, it depends on who you ask, of course, but nothing has been uh, decided or conceded or any of that stuff. And so, uh, of course, it's been a very stressful couple of weeks. And how do Americans handle stress? Pornography. You understand? What oh I'm yeah, well, of course. And so, uh, thanks to uh, I'll call them your friends at Pornhub, <laughs> we have ourselves a actual uh, pictograph of what each particular state in the United States of America spent their time searching during election week. Oh God. And what they did is uh, they did relative searches, meaning uh, they didn't use duplicate terms. They they went into each state and figured out what people were searching for that wasn't in common with other states. So basically what makes them unique in their pornography searches. And uh, there's a lot on this list that I cannot say on the radio without getting into trouble. So we'll have to... Uh, dumb it down? Dumb it down yeah. a little bit. But some of the stuff on there is fairly surprising. Idaho... Uh, of, I guess, things that you could search for seems fairly tame. The the thing most often searched for uh, in our state during election week was the term orgy. So that is something, compared to other things yeah. out there, aren't really that weird. Some of the weird things that are out there are, are, are stuff that, that involve video games. Like, I'm surprised, I guess, that people jump on Pornhub and look for porn revolving around Among Us, well, that, that new video game. That's out there. I don't know anything about that game. That's a it's a game for your phone where you that you play with a bunch of other people and try to find the imposter. And Kentucky searched for that the most in their particular. <laughs> well, thank God. Term. It's different than what they usually search for. New Mexico looked for Fortnite. That's another like Fortnite porn is weird to me. I suppose. Yeah. But it is a thing. Now the the funniest one on here that that I enjoyed was was Mississippi. And Mississippi's most searched for term was prawn, meaning a bunch of people misspelled porn and typed it into Pornhub and looked for prawn. And oh, God. ended up, I'm, I'm not sure if they were happy or, or unhappy or what. Uh, if you're wondering what Florida was, they wanted their Trump porn, Big J, and I'm sure there's plenty Gross. of it to choose from. If you want it, it, it is out there for sure. Uh, Oregon Forever Weird was looking for succubus porn, which is very, very strange. Very unique. That's very specific. <laughs> Although fitting for 2020, I suppose. I'm looking at the list now. Oh, Wyoming. <laughs> oh, no. Montana. All of your favorite stuff is done. South Dakota's wrestling. Yeah, they want to get into it, baby. North Carolina or North Dakota, they mixed up the search with something else. Yes, I'm Pumpkin. Sure yeah. Well, everything's pumpkin spiced. Why not your porn, I suppose, right? Utah! <laughs> of course, looking for Mormon porn. So, uh, it's out there, oh. and that's how we fill our time, looking for weird things on pornography sites to help us battle through oh, the election. Hopefully, some of the weird terms you and look God for... God bless you, Kansas. ...helped look it over and make it happen. Are you going to say or Looking not? up the chubbies. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got some important stuff on the way here in a few. In the news today. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. You win it to win it. The Idaho Lottery's $1 million raffle has the best odds of winning a million bucks, and it's on sale right now. Grab yourself a ticket at your local Idaho Lottery retailer. Maybe win that million dollars, man. Big J, it's no secret that people are spending time during the pandemic jumping online and shopping and buying a bunch of stuff. Damn right. Which means a lot of things have happened in 2020, like 
people getting ripped off. Porch Pirate have taken full advantage. Finder.com polled over 1,700 U.S. adults and determined on average people have had $156.82 stolen from their front porches this year. Still in the boxes it was delivered in, nearly 14% of Americans say they've been victimized by porch pirates. The pickings might even be riper this year as people plan to purchase more than two-thirds of their holiday purchases online. That's up 11% from last year. 7.6 million adults admitted to stealing a package, the data shows, and men were more likely than women to fess up to the deed. It's a lot of people jacking stuff off people's porches, man. Like just because it's a thrill or something. I don't know what it is. I mean, the, the weirdest thing is you have no idea what's in those boxes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what do you think's in there? I I don't know. I, I guess Omaha it's like steaks. <laughs> it's like storage for us. You don't know what you're getting. And you just grab it and you open it up and you go, yep. Yeah. All right. But still, uh, let me be very clear. Stealing from other people, not cool. Stealing from your neighbors, even worse. And, uh, you know, it's just a weird thing. Yeah. And I guess that's why ring cameras are so popular when they're not starting on fire. They're catching people stealing stuff off your porch. And so it is recommended that you keep an eye on that kind of stuff and and know. Of course, Amazon trying to help with notifications so that you know the second things are delivered. You can check right away. Tell us how we did. But not. it's not perfect. No system is. And so just a reminder to be careful. Trust no one, et cetera, et cetera. You never know who's going to be a porch pirate. You ever had anything taken off your porch? No, I don't think that we have. Right. Uh, Thankfully, knock on wood, me either. Uh, Nothing stolen from anything off my porch. Not to say that that can't happen and it won't happen, but... Why did you get the ring camera again? Just to have it? I thought it was in response to something. Why does it always have to be in response to something? Well, usually that's why people get it. Well, there's a lot more stuff that happens out in front of your house than just people dropping packages. Oh, that's true. You've had some other instances. Yes. Cards getting keyed. (laughs) One of your fleet being damaged. Dustin Johnson won the Masters Tournament on Sunday. Congratulations to him. He won it by the uh, lowest score in tournament history, too. Beat uh, Cameron Smith from Australia with the victory. It's his second major in his career. Patriots beat the Ravens on Sunday Night Football. Saints over the 49ers. Steelers over the Bengals. Browns over the Texans. Detroit beat Washington. Packers beat Jacksonville. Giants over the Eagles. That was a bit of an upset. Buccaneers big over the Panthers. Raiders scored a bunch of points against the Broncos. Dolphins win. So do the Cardinals. And then last second, Hail Mary. And the Rams over the Seahawks as well. Tonight, you got the Vikings and Chicago Bears to wrap up week 10 of the NFL season. If you are excited of season four of Big Mouth, you will know that it will debut on December 4th. The adult cartoon will uh, be back. You can thank, uh, you know, Nick Kroll for that particular thing. John Mulaney, of course, back. Uh, Maria Bramford joins the cast. Zach Galifianakis is joining it too. So is Seth Rogen and John Oliver and Sterling K. Brown, former guest of the morning after Big J. Great. I love that guy. Paul Giamatti is also going to be on it. So it's a a cavalcade of people that are... Is that your Paul Giamatti? Yeah. (laughs) Joining the cast of Big Mouth, a show I'm guessing you've never watched a second of, yes? Uh, I have watched a couple episodes, and I'm like, eh. Just not I know that my kids love it. There you go. Uh, Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. We got your pop culture smackdown here in a second. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And get you qualified for Santa Sack here. And this week's Santa Sack is getting huge. I mean, uh, we've got uh, the Echo Dot. We've got the Fire Stick. 
we've got that 10-inch HD uh, Amazon tablet. And now we're adding a 40-inch TV, Nick, a smart TV. Yeah, it's a big, uh, big-ass TV that you're getting along in this sack. It probably wouldn't fit in any real sack right. that well, we're around there, but Santa's, Santa's got magic. Yeah, his magic sack. Uh, we'll get you qualified with a uh, Papa Murphy's Boise meal deal, which includes a family-sized pepperoni pizza, some cookie dough, which you can make your own cookies nice and fresh out of the oven. Oh, they're so warm and gooey in your mouth. Classic cheesy bread and two-liter soft drink. 208. 287-1003 is the number you need to <laughs> oh, call. You don't like my description? It's uh, a description. If you want to play Pop Go Culture Smackdown, you do have to defeat Big J, and once you're in, reminder, you're in for the whole run of things. So you are good to go for the entire run. So if you've already qualified for Santa Sec, you're in here already. You're good to go. Oh, my God. Hello, the X. Hello. What's up, man? What's your name? Dustin. All right, Dustin, you're up first. Dustin, what mid-morning meal gets its name from a combination of the words breakfast and lunch? Brunch. That is correct. Right. Big J, according to the proverb, a bird in the hand is worth two in the what? <laughs> oh, man, what? A bird in the hand is, is worth, worth two. two. Let me think this out. Okay. Okay. Because okay. I don't know the answer. i got to figure it out. All right. A bird in the hand is worth two... In the mouth? <laughs> Is it a rhyme? No, no, not really. Not really. Uh, Dustin, do you happen to know the answer? A bird in the hand is worth two in the... I want to say sack. Sack. Wrong. It's worth two in the bush. Right. Uh, bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Is that a lyric from a song? It, it is seems... not. It's a proverb. It's like a, an old saying that it was supposed to give you good advice through things. Great, great Basically, pop culture saying, questions. Well, I mean, it's as old as I've got. I can't believe I'm, 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 neither time, of you have Next time it. it's turned around, I'm going to break out some psalms on you. You already have. Congratulations, no, man. Uh, it's not a Bible verse. Oh. You are good to go, sir. Not from Proverbs? For Santa's sack. Hang on one second, and you will be good to go. Plus, you have yourself a, a little bit of uh, Papa Murphy's coming your way as well. Hold on tight for that. There's your pop culture smackdown coming up in a few minutes. We got some headlines. That's going to happen next on the X Rock. Lines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned superstore. Specifically, their website, GoTeamMazda.com. It's where you can get started for your next newer used car adventure. Got the Sweet 16, 416 right there that you can check out. Also, the Fresh Start credit button and... Even a payment calculator, so you can kind of get an idea of what your monthly payment would be if you purchased a vehicle from Team Mazda. So check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Big J, who needs it? Fitting, and this should end just fine. Fitting. A very sad Christmas tree that's been put up outside of a Macy's in Cincinnati, Ohio, has got a lot of people talking. Photos of what people are describing as a pathetic and sparse spruce were shared on social media recently and dozens of people expressed that it perfectly symbolizes the year 2020. Cincinnati Enquirer photojournalist Kara Owsley tweeted about the tree, writing, quote, I'm not sure what happened to our Christmas tree in Fountain Square, but it's the most Christmas 2020 tree ever. And she shared the photo of a tree which has really uh, a, a fully exposed trunk, thin drooping branches. It's not a pretty looking no. tree at the end of the day, but it's gigantic and it's up in the middle of downtown Cincinnati. It's us. Her tweet got a bunch of funny replies, uh, including uh, how it couldn't be more 2020 if it tried. And so they're having a little bit of fun with the Christmas tree down there in Cincinnati. Probably put some of that Cincinnati tree chili down in this little feeding trunk. Gross. 
<laughs> Who needs it? Or this should end just fine. This should end just fine. A Japanese town is protecting itself from wandering bears with a pair of unusual guardians. Motion detecting robot wolves, Big J. Officials in Taikawawa, which is in the island of Hokkaido, say a concern about an increase of bear inclusions into residential neighborhoods this year has led them to purchasing two what they're calling monster wolves. They are robotic guard canines created by a machinery in partnership with a local university. The monster wolves, which are made of metal and covered in fake fur to make them appear wee real to other animals, were outfitted with motion detectors that caused them to activate. The wolves then flash red lights, move their eyes, move their heads back and forth, and emit a series of howling and screeching noises. Damn. Quote, we want to let the bears know that human settlements are not where you live. And with the help of the coexistence of bears and people, they don't want that. The Japanese newspaper wrote an article about it and said that city officials said the wolves had thus far been effective for preventing bears from entering the town. Wolves once lived in the wild there in Japan, but became extinct in the country during the early 20th century, so there's that. So now, I mean, listen, anything you name monster wolves that's made of metal and robots can't can't go well, right? Right, no. It's going to, like, a kid's going to walk by there or something's going to happen, and it's just not going to go well. <laughs> but at least it's working. I don't know how you could tell if it's working to, to fend off the bears unless there's cameras outside there set up and a bear is like, come up to it, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, I could put, like, a broom on a stick out there, and if there hasn't been a bear in the city, I could say, well, see, brooms help prevent bears from... Coming into the city. Give me my money. But who knows? Either way, we're using robots to scare off bears. That should help in the uprising, Big J. Now we know we're going yeah, to take Yeah, where's the bear ambassador? <laughs> some monster wolves in the robot uprising. Wrap it up with who needs it? An off-duty lifeguard in New Jersey is a real hero after he took off his prosthetic leg so he could jump into the water and save the driver of an SUV that plunged into it. Anthony Capuano says he was leaving work recently in Bayonne when he saw a crowd of people running towards the shore. He spotted an SUV sinking in the water about 50 feet offshore. The driver appeared to be trapped inside the vehicle, was yelling out the window. Capuano said he then removed his leg, jumped in the water, was able to help the 68-year-old driver to shore. He lost his leg when he was struck by a train 11 years ago. That sounds like a terrible story. Police said the driver of the SUV had been pulling over to answer a phone call when he accidentally pressed on the accelerator and the brake at the same time and then drove into the water. What? That's, uh... Huh? The mayor uh -huh. praised Capuano, saying that Anthony's instincts and professionalism just took over. He jumped right in, didn't think twice about his own safety, and saved the gentleman's life. Awesome job, sir. Duh. And was, you know thinking about how much money prosthetics cost too wasn't messing around that thing could stay on the shore while i go save a life yeah. morning after with naked big j there are your headlines you're up to date on a bunch of stuff <laughs> an album came out on friday power up it's called that's shot in the dark by acdc here on the morning after with nick and big j and i suppose big j uh now is as good a time as any for tis the season style right yeah well a uh, you know according to an op-ed here in the new york times uh talking about christmas cards, Nick, and, and we're, family's been guilty of this, whereas uh, the tradition here lately has been uh, that uh, you get a you get a picture with everybody uh, in your family, mm -hmm. and then uh, you, you send out that standard greeting card to everyone, you know, all your friends on your Christmas list. Right. Uh, and to be perfectly honest, how, how long do you keep those? I mean, do you, you know, 
What do you do with them eventually? The Christmas cards? Yeah. yeah. You get, you throw them away. You throw them away. Uh, depending on how much you like those people, you keep them on your fridge. I mean, if it's like point. your grandkids or something like that, then maybe you keep them. Right. But, uh, I mean, for the most part, uh, you're chucking Christmas There's not cards. a lot of sentimental value in it, basically. Right. Uh, but this year uh, might actually be different, according to this op-ed New York Times piece, where people are not only taking the time to send meaningful personalized cards this year, but they are addressing... The pandemic is a way to connect and commemorate a year that has been filled with uncertainty from family photos that include everyone wearing masks to sentiments of hope. It seems holiday cards uh, could be uh, more meaningful this year and might provide a real bright spot for everyone missing their loved ones during the holidays. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Are you doing a Christmas card? Uh, no, I don't think so. As Christmassy as the family is, there's no Christmas cards? It's a lot of work. You got to get together. Yeah, you got to get everybody together. And, t- and then there's arguments over the picture. Uh, and what the the whole, you know, setting is going to be. I, I My guess would be there is one person in charge of that setup and everybody else does as they're told in the Big J household. No? No, no. You have a say no. as to what the background is in the Christmas card? Oh, of course I do. Okay. Sure. When was the last, did you, do you guys do this stuff here? Have you done this in the past? Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you did it? Uh, it's been a couple years. Okay. But um, especially now with uh, the family, uh, you know, uh, kind of, you know, Divided a little bit well, with yeah. different households. No, there's no reason for your whole family to have a Christmas. It should be right. you and the wife. That's your family. Well, and, 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 and the youngest. And Mason. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, and our, our cats and, and uh, dog. Well, that's the problem. You're not going to get all the cats to pose for a picture. You'd think you wouldn't, but we did it, we managed to do it one year. But even taking it further than just uh, the, the snap of the picture and doing the standard thing, you know, maybe uh, a couple of, uh, you know, personalized versions would be a good idea. Several different pictures is what you're saying? Sure. All right. Sounds like one's an argument. You want to put together five or six? No, not for me. For everybody else. (laughs) All right. Good. Are you going to do this? No. No, I'm not. It is. uh, I forgot. It is do as Big J says, not as he does. That is true. Uh, but I'm just telling you, the people are doing this. Uh, you can do it if you want to. I mean, I suppose you're not going to be able to do the elaborate kind of setup that you may be doing in other years where you're able to go out and get crazy with a bunch of different things. But you can have some fun and get some variety and yeah. have some personality. Yeah, maybe uh, take a Zoom picture together. Might as well. That way you can put any background in that you want. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Right. We will do some bad impressions. That's happening next on the X-Rock. On 100.3, the X. Yeah, we've got a couple coupons here for Carl's Jr. for you to pick up the Monster Angus Thick Burger, Nick. Uh, It's two-third patties of charbroiled 100% blank Angus beef patties, four strips of bacon, three slices of American cheese and mayo, served on a premium bun. You just got to figure out bad impressions, and, and you pick up a couple of these bad boys. Sounds like lunch or dinner is taken care of. All you have to do is defeat Big J in pop culture, excuse me, in uh, bad impressions in order to figure this all out. Big J's got three clues. Somebody famous is who it revolves around. Figure out who that is, and boom, you've got some Carl's Jr. coming your way. Tragedy befell last week, Nick. As, uh, I had to take off early Thursday. I came back Friday, and I found <laughs> one of those uh, bad boys on my desk. You did not it get to enjoy it. so good. I, I thought about it for a second. It's gigantic. Uh, if you want in on it, 208-287-1003. That's the number you need to call if you want to play. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? Roy. All right, Roy. You're up first. Hey, Paulie. Get away from that robot butler. 
Mm, one more. Yo, Adrian! Here's the last one. You should sell it. Mm. I'm your worst nightmare. <laughs> Did it sell it, Roy? Mm, let's see. Uh... Come on, Roy. Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. What? All right, man. Listen, this guy's not a household name anymore. Nobody cares. Hello, the X. I just don't howdy, howdy. Hey, man, did you hear Big J's clues? Uh, kind of to the same again. Yeah. Hey, Bolly, get away from that robot butler. Yo, Adrian. I'm your worst nightmare. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone, man. Yeah. There you go. Congratulations. Some Carl's Jr. coming your way. Brother, hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you get those sandwiches coming your way. Uh, Why is Sylvester Stallone in the news? Yeah, real real subtle uh, announcement from James Gunn uh, over the weekend on his Instagram that uh, Sylvester Stallone can have a role in the Suicide Squad, Nick. Good. And uh, then it kind of blew up. Everybody got all uh, carried away on on the internets and uh, very excited about that. And James Gunn is a huge Sylvester Stallone fan. And, you know, he had a part of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, played Sakaar. Two. Uh, I'm sorry, two. Yeah, you're right. And um, so it should be interesting to see. No idea, no word on what role he'll have. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, you know, maybe it'll be a little bigger, maybe it won't. I mean, it sounds like they were doing it fairly recently, so I'm guessing it's probably not a gigantic part. Yeah. Maybe he'll just pop up here a little bit. But listen, here's the one thing I, I cannot stress enough. There's going to be a lot of little parts in the Suicide Squad, you guys. I mean, there's a lot of names, a lot of people, and they're not going to be in the movie very There's going to be long. a lot of deaths, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, yes. They and gave him permission to kill off whoever he wanted. Oh, nice. We'll see. Yeah, you're going to have fun. Did I'm, you hear that? Yeah, yeah. But I'm guessing, you know, that there's going to be some people that you know are going to make it through and it's going to be just fine. Uh, but either way, it, it should be fun and interesting and good. And it's nice that Sylvester's along for the ride uh, again with James Gunn. Everything's going to be great. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That is Five Finger Death Punch living the dream here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's going to pretty much do it for us. We are going to take off for the day. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We'd like to thank Pornography for helping us plan out our show today very much. Also, a quick thank you to Meth for helping us yeah. do our We're Going to Hell story well today. Well-rounded show. <laughs> I mean, porn and meth, that's you your Monday. Combine them. You got meth orgies right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the Idaho thing, wasn't it? Uh, and so uh, congratulations to a uh, gentleman that got qualified for Win Santa's sack. Dustin. Of course, uh, Dustin got himself in. Michael, uh, Ryan, Jake already winners for the sack as it continues to grow this week. We're adding a huge TV to the bunch. And by the way, the TVs are getting bigger and more stuff getting added to the uh, sack as we move forward, too. Yeah, TV, man. Exactly. Our favorite thing uh, outside of being on the radio. Uh, it's going to pretty much do it for us. Big J, that leaves you with the floor, sir. Yeah, uh, the hot sauce Chalua has uh, has got a fantastic idea, Nick, and it's a hands-free Chalua dispenser. How does it operate? For, uh, much like you know the uh, a soap dispenser, but you put you wave your hand over the top of the actual spout, and it dispenses uh, the hot sauce. Uh, okay, like like a squirt at a time kind yeah. of a thing. Uh, Same like example if item. you're at some you know eatery that has um, maybe uh, if you remember. Fuddruckers. You know, they had the pumps. You pump stuff out. <laughs> yes. That kind of thing. Instead of but touching it, uh, you just wave and hot sauce comes streaming out. All right. So it's got to be mounted to something in order for you to do it. Not really a home device. Although I suppose yeah, it could no, be. Yeah, uh, no. You could be. I would love one. But, I mean, uh, you'd have to have room in your kitchen for it, right? Because you wouldn't want that, like, in your dining room or someplace, right? That would be an awkward place. <laughs> 
Oh, yes, you Mount would. that sucker on the wall. And then next thing you know, the cats are jumping on top of it, squirting no. in their own eyes. You gotta look out. You gotta be careful. That's the point. I don't think they can jump that high. You'd be surprised. Well, I was thinking of mounting it. How high are you gonna put it? <laughs> don't forget, your hand has to go on I'd top have to of it. I have to the juice. Gross, man. Well, enjoy it, my friend. I'm sure it isn't cheap. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Strong Volkswagen. Unlock stronger pricing at strongvw.com. Jason Drew is swinging in here next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X-Rock.